Hey y'all, Tracery here with Picture Me Living. I had a lot to do today. I really don't have a lot to do today, but as a mom and going back to work tomorrow, Monday after Thanksgiving, I feel slightly overwhelmed. So I want to get through this 40 minutes. I want all of my conversation to be 40 minutes. It's kind of difficult to get it, but we're going to try. Let's get started. Before we get started, the YouTube videos, thank you for the feedback. A few people said to do voiceovers over the lifestyle part. Got it. I love voiceovers. I don't know how to do those on YouTube. I'm going to figure that out tonight after I get done grocery shopping. I love doing voiceovers on TikTok, so go check me out at Tracery on TikTok, T-R-A-C-H-E-R-I. Um, I actually do love voiceovers a lot. This is a travel and lifestyle brand, so I'm going to talk travel and I'm going to talk lifestyle. So whatever that means to you, whether it's working out, mental health, uh, personal stories that someone out there relates to, guests talking about their stories, like travel and lifestyle, everything that falls under lifestyle. And... I'm going to capture as much of that in real life and add it to the visual podcast on YouTube without losing myself, right? So without giving y'all a whole reality show of what goes on in Tracery's life. So let's get into a little bit of conversation. Drink of the hours, Crown and Coke. Shout out to all my friends who came to Friendsgiving. Y'all don't know how much stuff like that means to me because I'm not really a big holiday person, but because the world forces you and everyone else to do holidays, whether y'all grieving or going through some shit, uh, going through a breakup, it doesn't matter. You're forced to celebrate the holidays because everyone else is. And uh, when people stop what they're doing to come and hang out with you, well, me, that means a lot to me. I did somehow convince everyone to make a dish for Thanksgiving, for Friendsgiving, to where I didn't have to cook. <laughs> um, I ended up cooking anyway. I made some smothered turkey breasts and wings. Amazing. I ended up having to make mac and cheese at the last minute. It ended up being amazing. But uh, that's going to be my thing convincing everyone else to cook for me and I mean we had fried chicken uh stuffing greens yeah it was very good thank you ladies with that being said I have a lot of leftover liquor and I will be drinking it so y'all can pull up get your liquor back if it's still here we may run that back you know seafood Christmas style situation what's going on with Diddy let's get into the conversation I don't play with sexual assault claims at all. I have my personal reasons of why I don't play with that topic. But, and I'm not going to say what I believe and what I don't believe in that situation. What I'm going to say is I thought once I heard about Diddy later on in life, so we've cross that bridge a little sooner than I thought we were going to cross it. I I thought we were going to cross it when I was like 60, you know, 
But uh, we're crossing the bridge pretty soon. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Diddy thought the same thing. Like, oh, I'll worry about that later in life. Cassie said, uh-uh, you can worry about that. I thought once we crossed the Diddy Bridge that I would not be shocked. I thought that we were going to find out that he had something to do with someone's murder, fill in the blanks of whoever you think that is. If it's multiple people, you fill in your own blanks, okay? Because I would still like my podcast to be on Revolt TV, so I'm not saying too much. However, I didn't think that I would be <laughs> too surprised, but I am I'm, I'm shocked. What I thought that I was going to hear was about, you know, him and Santana. I wasn't going to be shocked about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Diddy. I wasn't going to be shocked about it. Um, I thought that I was going to hear things about men. I did not know that we were going to hear things about abuse, drug abuse, and sexual assault. Um, so I am pretty shocked. I am not going to say I'm disappointed, but because I'm so shocked, there is a slight disappointment. And I say all the time on the podcast, you can't allow celebrities to be your idol. You can't allow celebrities to dictate what you do and to dictate your happiness and to say, oh, their couple goals or their their money goals. You know, we still don't know what down what went down in the elevator with uh Jay-Z and Solange and Beyonce. Mm. Got a piece of ice. Love chewing ice. We still don't know what went down in the elevator. Yes, it's a billion dollars on that elevator. <laughs> We're probably not going to find out what went down on that elevator, but something went down. And it was some regular people shit that we go through all the time, right? Our man cheating on us. We're a bad bitch. You still get cheated on. It don't matter if you're Beyonce or if you, you know, work at Costco. It don't matter. Men are going to be men. It's pretty depressing, but that's another topic for another day. And it, it don't matter if you're as attractive as Beyonce and as unattractive as Jay-Z, you're still going to get cheated on. I don't really care to know what went down on the elevator. I'd be minding my business. However, if somebody drop a tell-off, I'm going to listen. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. The point is, things they do don't shock me. It's regular people shit that we go through every day, but this ain't no regular people shit. What I thought that I was going to hear in like 15, 20 years about Diddy was, you know, the golden showers. You know, I, I when Carisha said that on her podcast, it did not shock me once again. Rich men lose all inhibitions after they've had sex a million times. Missionary, you got to think. Diddy had so much pussy before he was 30 that missionary, it can't excite him at all. Um, reverse cowgirl. Oh, you could go through the whole Karma Sutra book. Diddy has done it. You know what I mean? What else are you going to do? Like that's when them rich men get to peeing and doing worse things like that. Making you sign non-disclosures where you can't discuss these things because they're rich. They don't want to lose their money. What I will say is Cassie opened the floodgates. Just like Jada opened the floodgates with Will, now people coming out the woodwork saying what they saying about Will, Cassie opened the floodgates. And I actually think that it's poetic. I think it's, <laughs> I'm not going to get a spot on Revolt TV after this. 
I think it's beautiful that she walked in, opened the floodgates, took her $30 million, got the fuck on. I I was like, shit. A moment of silence for that. I it's so much more that I could say. I will say that uh it doesn't shock me what I'm reading. I'm not gonna say whether I believe it. I'm not gonna say whether I don't believe it. What I'm saying is it doesn't shock me. What shocked me is the drug abuse and the physical abuse. I was just like, oh shit. But because nothing else shocked me, do what you want with that information. Because he just gave, always gave off of a, a, a no inhibition type person. You know, he, he's been linked to so many other fucked up things that we hear about. Weigh in on that. Weigh in on that. MID, I don't really want no emails to my, to my, uh, business account talking about Diddy. I still might get a, a spot on revolt. I don't know. I don't know. What have I been doing lately? I've been watching American Horror Story. It is 2023. This show has been on since 2011. Why the fuck has no one told me about this? I actually want to fight the people that I know that have watched this, that know that that's the type of weird shit that I'm in and didn't convince me to watch this. And absolutely no one has. Angela Bassett is in this show, y'all. Like, shit. She is amazing. She is. Once again, at a loss for words, because I am just floored by how many different characters, a few women, but we're going to highlight Angela Bassett on this show. I am floored by how great of a job she did and how she was a different character every time. And you know, we can't, we, meaning me and you, you know what I'm talking about. We can't get Tina out of our mind. Like we just, we're going to see Tina every time we see Angela Bassett. Nah, you're going to forget about Tina with American Horror Story. You're going to see Tina or you're going to see the uh, boys in the hood, mom. That's just what we see. That's ingrained in our memory, right? Nah, American Horror Story is phenomenal. So what I will say is it is about an American horror story, right? So all the stories are American. And what they mean by that is they Americanized horror stories. So imagine if Freddy Krueger, Friday the 13th, he out murdering people. So what American Horror Story shows you is Freddy Krueger's wife at the house. She know what he doing. Every cop that then came over there to question her about her husband killing all these people. She didn't even murdered them, made them a side dude. Um, so that's what American Horror Story is. It gives you the story behind the American horror, right? So if you're afraid of shows like that, this adds more of a soap opera slash comical view of an American horror story. I will recommend to you get a pen and paper. And I'm so serious about this. I want everybody to watch this show. It is so good. 
Um, I would recommend to start with the season that is named Hotel. I'm a Lady Gaga fanatic. I mean, I love Lady Gaga and Beyonce, but Lady Gaga, she holds a different place in my heart than Beyonce. Another topic for another day. She murdered the role of a vampire in Hotel. <laughs> like, like, wow. Like, and knowing all of her songs and all of her music and her backstory, it just made perfect sense. Everything was couture. She didn't wear the same outfit twice. She didn't wear the same hairstyle twice. Everything was phenomenal with her acting, with her delivery, with her storyline. Angela Bassett was also a vampire in that. And I, she didn't have on the same outfit neither. She didn't have the same outfit neither. I mean, I'm just so shocked that nobody told us this, that Angela Bassett was killing shit in American Horror Story. And she won awards. Wow. I mean, this should have been in all of our households. You know, that's it should have been in all of our households to support her. And she did this for years. Over a decade. Like, what the hell? I watched everything else. I, I missed this. But Sarah Paulson, I said, I know I said I wasn't going to give another woman. But nah, Sarah Paulson is a phenomenal actress. She's in more episodes than any other woman on American Horror Story. And then next in line would be Angela Bassett. But Sarah Paulson is a uh, immaculate. I mean, you'll see it once you start the show. So start at Hotel. Go to Roanoke next. Roanoke is like a reality show. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. I was into it. And that one actually is a little bit scary. It's a little bit more supernatural than the rest of them. And uh, it's more believable. So that's why it's more scary. But the reality show was so comical that just watch it. Roanoke. That one has Angela Bassett, Sarah Paulson, Cuba Gooden Jr. is in there. Apocalypse is next. Murder House. That's the first season. If you want to start, they're cool. But it's so outdated from 2011 that you might not keep watching it. Great storyline, though. Coven, that's the one that introduces Angela Bassett. A little bit outdated, but Angela Bassett just does a great job. She's a voodoo queen in New Orleans. That's enough said right there. And then Colt. That one was just kind of iffy, but that one that one was more relatable with politics. I'll say that. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. And I kind of want to go back and rewatch all of them. Just that's just how great of a job I see Angela Bassett did. So the current travel deals right now. I was really debating on whether to tell y'all this. Not to keep a travel deal secret from you guys, but because y'all come here to find out what I got going on. Hear me talk about dating like the other podcasts do. And y'all kind of skip over the travel deals. And that's, that's you know, why I started all this. That's why I started the Picture Me Living Instagram page. And I would love to go back to the Picture Me Living Instagram page. But after COVID, it was really hard to maintain it. It was doing very well. And I was posting travel deals there. And I do a lot already. 
I do a lot already. So I just want to keep it here in one central place. I will say it does make it difficult for my travel traveler listeners that do not want to hear all this other talk. So I am going to put timelines for all of this. Thank you all for coming here and listening. I love that I have such a cultured, diverse listener base. I will try my best to keep up with timelines. But there's no way for me to separate the two. There's no way for me to separate the two and keep my sanity. We're going to do travel and lifestyle every single time. Google Flights. Google Flights is something that I talk about frequently because to me, it's just such a good deal. You get to go on Google and you get to search your flight, Atlanta to Paris. Matter of fact, if you're just listening to this audibly or if you're sitting down, because you can look at a YouTube and still go to Google. So do me this favor, Google Atlanta, Atlanta to Paris and Google it for like March of next year, right? And I get it. It's hard to say March of next year, I'm going to Paris. It's very difficult to say that. This is just to play around with. You're going to see some of the lowest prices for Atlanta to Paris right now with you listening to this. Lowest prices that I've seen in a very long time. They're close to COVID prices. Probably because of what's going on in the world is, dare me say, it's not going to be going on in. Just keep going out to where you think you can afford it. And I, once again, I understand. I understand it is hard to pay for a trip today for next year that you have no idea if you're going to make it on that trip. But if you really want to make traveling a priority, you're going to have to make that a priority. So you may not be able to pay for it today. Guess what Google allows you to do? They allow you to track this flight. It is a button that is clear as day. Once you press that search button, it comes up. And it says, do you want to track this flight? Yes. Boom. It's going to send you emails. It's going to send you emails more than fashion over. So. Even if you just do it. Just for shits and giggles, like just do it and set aside money now to be able to book the flight. And March, right? Keep searching from March on. You can track a million flights on Google Flights. I mean, there's no limit. Now, set that thought to the side for a second. Once you book your flight, let's just say you do book your flight today to Paris. And you book it on Delta. One of their travel hacks, I'm trying, I'm pausing so much so that I can finesse my way through this conversation, right? If you're an avid listener, you know why. (laughs) Um, Let's just say you book it on Delta. What you can do is continue to track that flight on Google. Google is going to say, hey, that flight that you track has gone up by $174. You might want to book soon because it might go up more. 
Or that email can say, hey, that flight that you tracked to Paris, it went down $69. Book now or lose this price or whatever. And I would advise you, especially if the money not right now, I would advise you just to test this out so you can know what the emails look like, so you can know what to look for, right? So simple email, man. It don't take much time at all to do this. It might take you five minutes out your day just to set this up, just to play around with it. You're going to be at work on Thursday. You're going to get an email saying that the flight price dropped. You're going to be like, damn, Trey was right. Then, so this is what you do with Delta. Your flight dropped $69. You go and you adjust your flight. Delta is going to give you an e-credit. Well, how do you know this, Trey? That Italy trip I took, they gave me an e-credit. I did this. I did this exact same thing. I went in and I changed my flight and I got money back from Delta that was sitting there as an e-credit since then that I am using for my February trip. So not only are the flights $500 to Paris right now, but I got like a $150 e-credit. Who wouldn't go to Europe right now for $350? So it takes time to do all of this stuff and it's going to take a little initiative, if you will. It's going to take a little, man, I might not be going right now, but the later me is going to thank me for doing this now. That's all I'm going to say about that. And I've done that so much over the years, like I started Google flighting shit, maybe like 2012, 2013. And so you're not going to see many trips for me in my memories from 2012, 2013. But boy, 2018, 2019, I probably between 2018 and 2019, I probably took 20 trips because of all the things that I learned prior to that. And I'm giving you all of that knowledge on this podcast. So now once you get two pairs, that's kind of my go-to city for anything Europe, anything that I want to do quick that I don't want to put any thought into. Specifically in February, it's just so easy. Those flights, so Paris to Switzerland, $30. From Paris to Milan, $40. You can drive from Paris to Saint-Tropez. You can... Go to Ibiza for like a $15. I mean, it's ridiculous how cheap it is to stay within your Madrid, Barcelona, all of those cool places, right? But what you also can do, sometimes you just need to get over there, whatever that means to you. You could also say, I booked a 10-day trip to Paris. I don't really want to go to Paris. I want to go to Nairobi. Look up Paris to Nairobi. You can also Google flights. That one also is going to send you updates on that. You can break all of that up financially and still get to where you need to go. What I would advise you at that point, though, is to have a 24-hour turnaround so your bag don't get lost if you're going to do it that way. Another story for another day. I just wanted to give you that small travel tip I know for a fact that one works. I legally have to speak on all airlines. Try it with American Southwest. I heard from someone else that Southwest does that also. Southwest ain't going to take you that far. 
But Southwest is going to take you on a vacation that you really need right now. So I haven't tried it. Like I said, someone else tried it. They said it worked. Cool. I'm pretty sure the other airlines do it also. United, Frontier. Now, I don't know. Frontier and Spirit, my, my, they flights is $40 anyway. So, hey, man. But you can Google flights. Uh, you could track those also. The only one you can't track on Google flights is Southwest. Not sure why. Don't really care. When I really want to track of me personally, when I really want to track prices, it's for somewhere far. Southwest is going to take you to some cool Caribbean places and uh, all the places in Mexico that are awesome. So you might want to track those also. What I would do, because Southwest doesn't really gradually change their prices. They're either low or high. And that goes from over time. So six weeks, they're low. Two weeks prior to your trip, they're high. Do what you want with that information. So I had some users submitted questions, which you guys really liked the random conversation that users submitted. We're going to keep that going. Submit anything when you have time via my email. I'll drop it below or via my DM and I'll talk about it on the podcast. So, and then we got one other topic after that, that a lot of y'all, like I said, y'all like to talk about dating so much. Good Lord. Once again, if you can't afford to travel, why are you so concerned about dating? All right. Travel topics that are user submitted. Why is it so hard to make travel plans and stick to them in our culture? Is it money, time, or lack of commitment? I think it's a lack of discipline. I think it's a lack of discipline. I think that people convince themselves that other things are more important than what you have going on. A lot of times when I say no to things, it's because I don't have the money, the babysitter, which obviously that, you know, well, June is 17. <laughs> but in the past, it's been because of babysitter. So I understand that from single moms. Or I just don't want to go. A lot of people don't have the balls to say that. I don't want to go. A lot of people, from my experience, can be your friends because they nosy or they like having your energy around. They don't really want to support you. and They don't really want to hang out with you on your birthday. That's a tough pill to swallow. Oh, man, that was that was a tough that boy. <laughs> that is a tough pill to swallow. They're going to agree to go with you on these plans because they love your energy and they love you as a person. Excuse me. They love your energy and they love being around you, but they don't really like you as a person. They don't really like being around you as a person. That crowd kicking in, y'all. So stumbling over my words. I think it's a lack of uh, discipline. It could be a lack of commitment. The biggest people that have flaked on me the most don't have long-term relationships. So maybe it is a lack of commitment, but I definitely think it's a lack of discipline and confusing friendship and just the need to be around you. Can't think of that word right now, but yeah. 
And it's up to you to distinguish because there are people out there that be like, girl, no, I can't travel with you. I ain't got no money to be travel traveling with you. But there are people in the past that have been like, oh, yeah, it's your birthday. <sighs> I'm going to tell y'all a story. I was going to get married in Las Vegas in 2017. And it was people that were supposed to come that did not come. And I was heartbroken. I was completely heartbroken. I should, and I'm not friends with any of those women now. <laughs> and it's my bad. You know, I have accountability. But they sold me such a dream. One girl even said, man, I take out a loan. I'm going to make it to that wedding. She ain't make it. And uh, I believe that people really do be believing in their mind that they're going to make it to something that's important to you because they do care about a portion of you. Like I said, they care about their energy, but they're keeping up with you in a sense. They want to keep up. It's this lifestyle that they want to keep up with that I worked for. I worked for this lifestyle and I'm going to work hard to keep doing what makes me happy. You have to keep working to keep doing what makes you happy. We may not be on the same path. We may not be on the same level. If you're ahead of me, hopefully you care enough to reach back and help me up and vice versa. But there have been a lot of times, specifically that one where I was severely bamboozled by women who said they were going to make it somewhere and they didn't prioritize that at all. And I went on like that, you know, a few more times. I just slowly like knocked one person off each invitation. Like I'm not going to invite her because I'm not going to invite him because I'm not going to do that because until I ended up on a solo trip alone in Asia, February, 2019. And I asked this same question that was submitted February 2019. I asked it on the Picture Me Living Instagram. And all of my traveler friends had something to say. And it's like, damn, like, I mean, they were passionate about it too. And I was like, damn, like, this is, this is a pandemic. This was before the pandemic. Like, damn, like, there are lots of people out here that are surrounded by people who say they're going to do something and they're, they have no intention of doing it. I promise you, if I don't have the money, I have no intention of, I don't have the money. Or is it just y'all don't be knowing what to say or y'all don't know how to say no? That is an open question. Do you not know how to say no? You can even, damn, I really want to go. Because a lot of places, people really do be want to go to. But I don't know who going to watch my kid around that time. Let me get back to you. Or man, I if I got to work, I'm not going to turn down work for your event. You know my situation. So that's that's how I'm answering this. Don't count on me for anything because if if something come up financially, oh, I'm going to take that. I'm not going to prioritize your event over my rent money. It's that simple to say that. But a lot of people be like, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. And then, you know, rent come up. Rent was going to always come up. 
when you said, yeah, you had, you had rent then just like you got rent now. What you thought you was going to win the lottery? Think it's a lack of discipline. One, we don't know how to say no. Two. And also we're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Don't keep up with nobody. Stay in your own lane. Learn how to say no. Because I don't think it's a lack of commitment. I believe people commit to work. People commit to other things in their life. They just don't prioritize what you have planned. All right. The next one is what's the best airline to travel with for out of the country travel? I cannot answer that with my career. The best airline to travel with is the cheapest one or the one that you can afford or the one that's in your comfort zone. Bam. If you go back to past episodes, I will talk about my experiences with airlines. That's the best that I can do. How early is it to plan or start paying for your vacation? It really depends on your budget. If you don't have a budget, I've gotten a few DMs from people that say, you know, money is scarce. Or, you know, I'm coming up with this, I'm coming up with that. So you don't have a budget for travel. Fine. You can find little trips like cabin trips. You can hop on group trips. That's my thing. Um, You save so much money. You save so much money when you travel with like-minded people. There is nothing wrong with catching a Frontier or Spirit flight to Denver and getting the same breathtaking views or Utah, the same breathtaking views that you would get in Switzerland. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I haven't seen anyone on my timeline go to Montana, take a road trip from Wyoming to Montana. It sounds whack, but to me, it sounds lit. It sounds so much fun. Not by yourself, but <laughs> to take a few people with you and, you know, fly out to like Salt Lake City and take a road trip for a week up to Montana and back. It sounds out of the world fun and it sounds very affordable. You know, round trip from Atlanta to Denver on a Frontier flight be like $50, you guys. It's insane how affordable it is to get out there. It takes a little bit of planning, right? So when you do have a budget, I would answer that question. I try to plan big trips like birthdays six months in advance. A year in advance is just too, I don't even know if I'm going to be alive in a year. Six months, I, I believe I'm going to be alive in six months. Three months is a little bit too close. I did plan a trip. The Italy, I hopped on the trip last minute for that. And uh, I wasn't too happy about that. Got it done, though. And I probably won't do that again as a single mom. <laughs> uh, the, the, the shit just going to have to, you know, align a little bit cheaper for me. But that was a once in a lifetime opportunity. Got that check in the box and it was beautiful. So it really just depends on your circumstances. If you're planning a birthday trip, I would say six months to a year. If you really want the best price a year, you can reach out to hotels and ask them like, hey, I'm turning 40 next year. What you got for me? Because I'm ready to book. I'm going to be 40 and I'm going to be lit. My tits going to be out. What's up? Not me. I'm going to be 39 next year. I'm just, I'm just saying for the people that's out there planning. 
Because I know it's going to be some people out there. Oh, shit. What? Where, where you going to be at? What's the perfect vacation for that special occasion? So I went back to this person and said, what's a special occasion? Because you you just don't know, like, where people's thought process is. I just talked to one of my homegirls that I found I was married for, like, the last six years. Like, I didn't even know that. I be minding my business, man. And apparently she done been around me with her whole wedding band on. I be minding the fuck out of my business. I think that's why my friends value my loyalty so much. I just be really minding my business for real. It's beautiful. Their relationship is beautiful. Now that I think back on it, I'm like, damn, okay, that's what's up. But they went to Thailand for their honeymoon. Now that I look back on her trip, I'm like, man. That was perfect for those two individuals for a honeymoon. So it really just depends on the two people and what y'all have planned personality-wise. I also gave advice to a young lady about planning her yearly trip. She only takes one trip a year and she wants it to be perfect and she was stressing over it. She was just my husband don't want to do this and he just want to sleep all day and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, don't stress over traveling. Go take you an excursion by yourself. Let that man sleep. That veers off into another topic of that's the easiest way to lose a husband. Do not piss that man off. That's the easiest way to lose a wife too. Don't force people to do something that they're not comfortable with doing. Get you a tour. My best advice would be to read the reviews for your safety. TripAdvisor, Google reviews, read the reviews. Make sure there are a plethora of reviews and not just two. Okay, and you're gonna be sa- you're gonna be safe. I promise you. Especially if you're going somewhere like uh, Cancun, um, Tulum, uh, Puerto Vallarta, Cabo. They're going to have boat trips that are completely safe. Just ask with a, with a um, vest day if you can't swim. Other than that, you're going to be completely safe. It's going to be a group of strangers. You're going to be good. Or any type of uh, jet ski or the ATV riding. Just read the reviews. Make sure it's a bunch of them. I promise you, you're going to be good. You can do that by yourself. Let your man sleep. That's the perfect vacation when y'all not arguing. Because TSA is already stressful. What if they lose your bags? Like, you got to add all that shit on t- on top of you forcing this man to take a, a trip with you that he don't want to do on the trip. That man want to sleep. That man want to get drunk, fall asleep on the beach, let him. Now, if I was him, I would read the Google reviews on that beach and make sure he not finna be sex trafficked or something. But anyway, what's the right place for a first trip together? Once again, it depends on... Each person in the relationship, their travel experience and their willingness to compromise with their partner. So that's not a that's not something that I can answer unless I get to know you and your partner. When planning a trip, what's the first step to be locked in for a successful trip overseas? Book the flight. So next topic (laughs) is that simple book the flight. I just told you. Just book the flight, especially if you know it's for a milestone, like a birthday, or you want to wake up somewhere on Christmas. You want to wake up somewhere hot on Christmas 
Book the flight to the DR. Book the flight to Cabo. Worry about all the other shit later. Book it way far in advance. So if you do want to do something for Christmas, book it for Christmas morning. Super cheap. Nobody at the airport. Everybody at TSA is happy. Bam. So the last topic is about dating. Do we really like nice guys, ladies? Like, let's be real. Do we really like guys that come and meet you at the door, open the door for you, open the car door for you, close the car door for you, open the restaurant door for you, close the restaurant door for you? <laughs> Make sure you sit down in the booth first, then he sit down. Do we really like those guys? I'm not going to answer that question because I saw a video on Instagram where a lady was just like, this man did all of this shit. And she, t she group texts her homegirls. Oh, this dude is lame. And she said, when she got to the restaurant, she, she had to retract all her statements. Like, you know what? I'm just not used to this. That's why I said, I'm not going to answer the question because. It's a little bit of, yeah, I'm not used to this. And yeah, it is a little bit weird because why you meet me at my door? At the same time, men, you have to understand where we're coming from. We're coming from a place of safety. Why are you meeting me at my door? First, second, third date, ladies, he should know you live anyway. I know some women just really want to believe in chivalry. No. We're concerned about our safety and we're concerned about those nice guys that still, you know, we're crazy. That still. It's men that's doing all that and then labor and delivery two days later. And I'm not saying that women aren't healed. I'm saying that women are becoming smarter and adapting a little bit more like, OK, why are you doing all of this? What are you hiding? There are so many men out there hiding something, hiding that their finances aren't straight, hiding that, you know, sis is nine months pregnant and he know he the dad. Even if he don't know he the dad, he should still be disclosing that that might be my, I still fucked her. That could be my baby. I mean, they're hiding wives. Some men aren't even hiding wives. They're having wives and still liking and hard-eyeing your pictures on Instagram. In the DM. Because they want you to be stupid enough to be like, here goes some pussy. I don't care about your wife. So, it's not that we're not healed. It's just that we're bombarded by a lot of bullshit. So, it could be safety. But it also could be. We're like, wait a minute, what you hiding? But I love the honesty that sis said when she said what she said. I'm just not used to this. I don't know if she could say it was just a clip. I don't know if she continued to date the dude. Men still do that because you have a job also to come healed, to come ready to date another woman and not hold the last bitch against the new bitch. Just still do that. But why are you walking to the door? Now, open all the other doors. That's fine. But I, I do think if I could ask sis this, I would say, were you 
caught off guard that he came to your front door? Like, did he not tell you he was coming to the front? That is a little, that is a little creepy, guys. That is a little bit creepy. But do we really like nice guys? I want y'all to weigh in on that because we need to collectively come up with a solution to that because you don't want to turn the last few nice guys that's left into assholes. So we need to collectively fix this situation. In the last video that I watched about relationships, I hate the back and forth about men this, women this. But I saw a whole debate with this guy going in because his girl didn't want to have a threesome with a woman that he was about to bring home. And so the other women, we'll get back to that in a second. <laughs> he really thought that that was okay. We'll get back to that in a second. But the women that were there on the podcast were discussing this with him. Like, you know, what I did in my past with old boy is not something I'm going to do with you. And so that blew my mind. My question is, would you tell your new guy what you've done in your past, whatever that is, if you're not willing to do that with him? I don't think that you should. And I don't think any of the women thought quick on their feet to ask the obvious question. Maybe the questions just be obvious to me because I'd be thinking outside the box. But no man should ever bring a woman home for their girl to have a threesome with. That's against all the rules. The girl needs to pick the girl. So maybe that's why your girl ain't want to do that. But it began this whole debate about we'll, we'll come up with threesome rules on a whole nother episode with a guest. But. That began a whole debate. And another thing was left that they left out of the conversation was maybe the girl learned her lesson. And she was like, yeah, that ain't for me because I lost a friend and a dude. I lost everybody. So maybe I don't even want to go down that road no more. Do you tell your current or new dude what you did in the past and would you do something moving forward do that same thing so whatever it is I just use threesome because that's what I heard in the example but there you know there are some women that you know won't suck dick they don't want to do it no more would you just lie and say I've never done it or would you say yep I used to be goddamn superhead with my ex but I ain't finna touch yours nope It's something to that because you you could do all of that and the man still cheat on you. So you go be with the next person and don't do none of that and still get cheated on. You hurt a little less, you know. I don't know. That's worth the discussion right there. Hey Amen. 47 minutes. Thank you all for listening. My camera didn't stop. I'm pretty proud of myself today. See you all next time.